Shalom, good morning church, happy new year for all of us, hallelujah. May the joy and the blessing from the Lord be with you, be with your family in this new year, in this new season, hallelujah. Come on, stand up and give him big hands, hallelujah. God, thank you for all for everything you've done in our life. Thank you for 2020, and we are here in 2021. We are expect more of you, oh God. We are expecting more of your presence, more of your spirit, more of anointing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. To be in the presence of the Lord And not know what time it is Because time stood still And bodies were healed 
families restored. Because we stayed here, because we stayed here in the presence of the Lord. No one had to say a word. No one had to say a word. Couldn't even make a sound. Couldn't even make a sound. But I give up For this treasure I found And I never wanted to end So I stay I don't want you to go My heart is burning in your presence, in your presence, Lord. Please stay, oh God, I don't want you to go. Yes, Lord. My heart is burning in your presence, Lord. I want more. I want
you are a God whom we trust. You are a powerful and awesome God. And your promises shall never fail us. Bless us once again. Lead us once more. And this first Sunday of the year, the crown of the year, we'd like to offer our praises to you. And we'd like to surrender our hearts and our ears and our minds to listen to your word. Be glorified, O oh God. Be glorified and we're ready to receive your word right now. And in Jesus' name we pray and all together we say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Shalom to you all. Shalom on this day, Sunday, the first Sunday of 2021. Well, we celebrated a wonderful Christmas last year. And you know, Christmas is the celebration of the day when Jesus arrived on the earth. A long time ago, a long time before he arrived, there had been a prophecy spoken about him. And the prophecy says that he is the wonderful counselor, the almighty God and the Prince of Peace. The Prince of Peace have came down on earth, came down for you and I, and we have accepted him in our hearts. Amen. And because of that, we now can have peace. And today, let us talk about this subject. And actually, the title of today's message is The Key to Righteous Living. Taken from Philippians 4, verses 6 and on to 8. <clears throat> Listen to this verse. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. And thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Say Amen. Now verse 8 also says this, and this is very important for us to pay attention to today as our first worship day this year, 2021. Fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, and pure and lovely and admirable think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise this year we're gonna have to be very careful we're gonna have to be very careful about our actions we're gonna have to be very careful about our behavior we're gonna have to be very careful about our words but all of that is sourced from our hearts as we understand from the Bible amen if our hearts is not right, it is impossible for us to produce, to let out all those things. Things that are true, things that are honorable, things that are right, things that are pure, things that are lovely, and things that are admirable. You know, our heart is a difficult entity. It's a difficult thing to manage. I wonder if you realize that or not. But I realize that really really true you know this heart of ours belongs to us and we've been with this heart since the day we were born but when it comes to managing this heart it's not something easy this heart has its own way and yet the bible instructs us to be producing of all those qualities and as a matter of fact there's a tendency for us to produce things that are opposite to those qualities mentioned. So once again, I say this heart is something that is extremely difficult to control. But the Bible says, guard your heart. I don't know how we're supposed to do that by our own strength. Do you think we're supposed to do that by our own discipline and mental capacity? Guard your heart, for out of that comes all the outflows of life. In another translation, another language, it says, everything that is in life comes out of your heart. So therefore, if everything is sourced from there, we really need to think about how we can control what's going on in our hearts. 
But today, the Bible gives us this wonderful key on how to do so. Because when we guard our hearts, when we are successful at that, righteous living will come out of our lives. Amen? And people will be pleased, people will be happy to look at us, and what's even more, God will be pleased with our lives. Hallelujah. Give praise to God. Give praise to God. Let's take a look at this. So the verse before, verse 8, puts out six different qualities that we can categorize as excellent and praiseworthy. That's what we want. That's what we're aiming to get at. And this year, we're going to have to be very careful that only these qualities come out. Amen? Do you agree with me? Okay. But the thing is, uh, there are opposites. Well, if we talk about something that is true, the opposite is insincere. Now, how many times have you been insincere? Okay, so in this case, the Bible is not just telling us, okay, look at other people and judge them, whether they are insincere or true. No, Um, judging others is so easy, and that comes firsthand. We all know that, we, we all can do that very well. But when it comes to judging ourselves and detecting and, and identifying things in our own heart, that is very, very difficult. So we can see when people are insincere. Okay, what is insincere? It's like, it's like this, a very simple thing. If someone says to you, um, Shalom. Okay, the problem is, are they being sincere? <laughs> okay, that's very, very um, a small uh, example. So wh- whenever we say something to others, it should be 100% sincere. Amen? We should really mean it. Whenever we say, you look good today, it should be sincere. We should really mean it. Amen? Okay, let's go to the next one. Honorable, the opposite is unethical. How many times have we had to make decisions that might not be so ethical? We look at other people and we say, well, that might not be so ethical, but what about ourselves? Next, right or just, unreasonable, unfair. We do things that are not really fair, not really reasonable. And then pure. Well, here the opposite of pure is pretentious. People pretend. And then lovely, the opposite is hostile. People want to engage in violence or violent actions. So there's hateful in that also. And admirable, displeasing. So all those qualities on the left side, true, honorable, and so on until admirable. If you look at Philippians 1, verse 11, it says, those things are the righteous character. And we want that this year. Righteous living, of course, righteous character. And so it is, once again, so hard to make sure that we only produce those things in our life. And the Bible just instructs us, fix your thoughts. I am going to tell you now, what is the key to doing that? You see, the Bible says just now in verse 7, His peace will guard your hearts and minds. Amen? Ah, now we got a little bit of a a help. So it's not us completely. We're relying on our self, on our, on our weak self, on our limited self, with all of our imperfections, misgivings. How can we do the guarding? But here the Bible promises us, His peace is there for you. And His peace will do the guarding of your hearts and minds for you. And listen to the meaning of to guard. To guard means to keep something safe. Okay, a very simple thing. Okay, here's a, here's a cake and your mom tells you, okay, make sure you keep this cake safe. Okay, don't let any flies come in and don't let anything happen to it because tonight we're going to use that cake for someone's birthday. So it's also uh, implying keep away unwanted things. That is the working of God's peace, His peace. That is the function. That is the role. That is the responsibility of God's peace in your heart. But we still wonder, how does, how does that work? Let's 
compared to another verse in the Bible. This gives us a different angle, perhaps a little bit different version, but it's the same thing that it's talking about. It's talking about God's peace. Colossians 3.15, part A. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule. I'll try to pronounce this right. Brabule. Rule in your hearts. What does it mean? Check this out. Brabule means to be a referee. Okay? To be a ref. All right. An umpire. So the umpire gives the valid and legal decision. He determines what's going on. There's a story um, of how a man, um, he took his son to a football game, football match. They were only kids, just uh, primary school kids, like 10-year-olds. So they played football enthusiastically, but kids are kids. They're not that good at it, right? So one day, <clears throat> the dad took the kid to the soccer game to, to play. And the game was supposed to start at 2 p.m. It was 2.30 already, and the umpire, the referee, had not come. So what are they supposed to do? The kids were all um, a little bit anxious. So finally, this dad, because of the desperation of the kids and all the people were urging him, this dad finally said, okay, I agree. I will ref the game. I'll be the referee of the game. He was just a dad. He didn't know too much about the game. So there he went. He had no whistle. Okay, so he's just using his voice. He said, play on. So they started playing. And immediately problems started to happen. Okay, the ball went out of the line. One team said, it's out. And the other team said, it's not out. So he was the one legally, he was the one who was supposed to, in a valid way, decide and determine whether yes, the ball was out or no, the ball was in. But because he was not very good at it, the kids started quarreling one another. And there was chaos. And it went worse. And then uh, there was a foul. Um, one of the kids uh, did something that was a fault, a foul to the other, uh, the opponent's team member. And they said, that was a foul. And the other kid was saying, what did I do? I didn't do anything wrong. So it is only the referee that could determine and say what actually happened. So finally, before the actual referee came, the game was just a mess, just in a big chaotic mess. And they weren't even playing a game that they all could enjoy. Finally, the referee came. And as soon as he came in, he got his whistle. He knew all the rules. He was trained to, to pay attention closely to every aspect of the game. And finally, the rest of the game went all well and everybody could enjoy it. That is the purpose and the function of the peace of God in your hearts. He will determine for you. He will help you notice. And He will help you to identify. He will let you know this is insincere. He will nudge you. He will give you a sign. Don't do this. He will let you know this is unethical. And do this. This is honorable. He will let you know what is not right. What is not praiseworthy. And He will let you know what is excellent. Let the peace of God rule your hearts. And the peace of God will guard your hearts. Amen. Hallelujah. Give praise to our wonderful God. Hallelujah. Now, how do we receive God's peace? Well, the same Bible verse that we read before, Philippians 4, verse 7. This is what it says. God's peace, God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. Okay? So, why do we need God's peace? In one case, with our own human mind, we are not able. We lack the ability to determine and to decide correctly. So our human mind is a powerful, let's say, a machine. It is so fast. Okay, the way the human mind works is beyond machines, computers. 
until now, scientists are still studying how the human mind works. I was uh, studying in a, in a school, in, in a university, uh, in a graduate program uh, for a period of time in America. And um, at that time, 2012, it was actually the number one university in the USA. I'm not going to tell you the name. Glorify to God. Glorify God only. Amen. But there I saw how people emerged themselves. In what? In the study of the human mind. They're still baffled. They still find that a lot of the human mind is mysterious. God created the human mind so awesome that scientists until today are still wondering about how it actually works. However, the human mind is already corrupted. We cannot decide pure and holy things. And something that is higher, more wonderful, stronger and more powerful than the human mind, according to this verse, is God's peace. So I want to say to you, no matter how smart you are, I respect, I appreciate your intellect, your academic background, but you need God's peace to process your situation, to process the information, and then to tell you, to decide, to let you know, this is it, do this and not this. God's peace exceeds everything we can understand. And how do we get God's peace? Philippians 4, 6 to 7a. Let's read this together. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And when you pray, tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace. Now I say to you, don't go yet. Don't go yet. What do I mean? When you start praying and you say all the things, God, this and that, this and that, and then you say amen and then you go. No. You have to say to yourself, don't go yet. In fact, you have to say to God, stay. Stay, God. Until what? Until your peace come down upon me and I truly can experience it it's not something abstract God's peace is not something abstract because the Bible says you can experience it if you can experience it it means it's empirical you can feel it you can touch it it's real so you don't go and ask God to stay until his peace overwhelm you hallelujah I want more I want more I want more Jesus I want more And I
So make sure 2021, you make time. It's not a time to be busy with all else. I am telling you, 2021 is not going to be easier than 2020. But there is God's peace. And God's peace will guard us. He is the guard powerful strong guard stronger than any royal guard on earth do you trust that and he will be your referee he will let you know no 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 not this he will speak to you in your heart through god's spirit and you will be all right throughout the year january february march april may june july august September, October, November, December, you will be blessed of the Lord. Hallelujah. Give praise to God. Woo. In closing, I'm going to point you to a, a figure in the old times in the Bible. 1 Kings 19, 10 to 12. This is about the prophet Elijah. Verse 10, it says, He replied, I've been very jealous, zealous for the Lord God Almighty, a man of zeal. This is after he performed awesome, wonderful, impossible miracles. He prayed and there was no rain. After three and a half years, he prayed and rain came down. Can you imagine that? And after that, he confronted the prophets of Baal. And he defeated them all. How? When he prayed, fire came down from heaven upon the ground. But at this point, he was completely frustrated. The prophet Elijah experienced frustration and depression. Why? Because he was confronted with failure. You know, after all those miracles, Jezebel, the wife of the king, sent him a message and say, may God curse me if I don't do unto you, kill you, like you killed the prophets of Baal. And because of this, he ran away. Why? You see, after miracles and miracles and miracles and all those awesome things, the ruler of evil, the evil rule, still prevailed. And it was like, I don't know what else to do. Now I give up. So he ran away. He went to a town, Beersheba, and he left his servant there. And he continued to the wilderness. And he found a tree and he prayed to God. God, take my life. For I'm just like my ancestors. I failed. I'm just like them. I'm no different. And then, God told him as he was asleep God sent an angel to him and woke him up and said eat and he, he woke up and he found there was food and water there and the angel said you have to eat this because you're going to go on a long journey and you need energy so he ate and drank and then he went on a 40 day journey where? to Horeb the peak of Mount Sinai where Moses met the Lord it is a place identical to a meaning place to a place where you find God Horeb and when he arrived there God asked him what are you doing here this is just rhetoric okay God wants us to speak out so he said I've been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty and he continued by saying Israel have broken your covenant and they have worshipped Baal and so on. So he's saying, 
Look at me. I've done my best. I've done everything and still I'm a loser. He was frustrated. You know, in the Bible in Galatians 6 verse 14 it says, May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Perhaps, perhaps. He felt that he had done much. He felt that he had done enough. He felt that he had done so much for God and yet nothing happened in terms of the defeat, the ultimate defeat of the enemy. So in that he was frustrated. And he said, forget it. I'm going to run away. Friends, if ever we have been very, very faithful with God and we have served Him in zeal. What is zeal? Zeal is the fire burning in you and you continue to serve the Lord. The enthusiasm in you. Never say before the Lord, look at me, I've done so much for you. Because if you do so, you are not essentially boasting in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are just servants and never forget that. Servants of righteousness. We are to serve Him and not to be the Master. 11b, And behold, the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. There was a storm. The Lord said, pay attention. So this is the first thing that happened. There was a storm. The storm was so great Rocks were starting to crumble. But the Lord was not in the wind, the mighty strong wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. The mountain where he was started shaking. And he was probably in fear. It was caused by the Lord. And he searched. He tried to detect what was going on. And the Bible says, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And you're going to see that in this year. If you get too busy, your eyes are focused on the miracles and all the good things of God and even the problems going on in the world, you will also find God is not there. Finally, verse 12. And after the earthquake of oh, fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after that, and after the fire came a still small voice. The peace of God that you can only find in Jesus Christ when you do what? When you come to Him and you tell your heart to be still and you let all the wonderful, amazing things, all the adrenaline, all the exciting things to subside and you wait upon the Lord. This requires a longing and a thirst. Amen? A longing and a thirst. And all you have to do is just say, I want more. I want more. Jesus. I want more. Finally, Romans 6 verse 18, it says here very, very clearly, Now you are free, 
from your slavery to sin. You are a free man. You can celebrate freedom as you receive Jesus Christ in you. And you have become slaves to righteous living. Okay, slave is a very bad word. In the present time, it's a little bit awkward to say slaves. But the apostle explained that I have to use the word slave to make you understand. But the meaning of slave is that we are a doer. We do things unto God. Amen? We do things unto righteousness. You and I are doers. In a sense, we are servants. And in a deeper sense, we are slaves to righteous living. Galatians 6, verse 7 to 8. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. In another translation, God's justice cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please his sinful nature, from that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. That is why we have to be very careful in this new year. Amen? Let us celebrate God's goodness this year, but let us walk throughout the year in a very careful manner. Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it comes the outflows of life. God's peace will be your guard, and it will be your referee. Because why? Because if you don't guard your heart, and you just act carelessly, everything that you do, you will reap. You will harvest everything that you do in terms of action, words, and attitudes. And you don't want what you harvest out of those things. But if you follow the peace of God and you begin to act righteously, yeah, in terms of intensity, in terms of frequency, your actions start to be more and more and more righteous. What happens? You will reap all the goodness of God in your life. Because in God, there is justice. Whatever you do, according to this verse, comes back to you. Whatever you do comes back to you. So minimize all the negative things. We can never be perfect, but we move on towards perfection. But we maximize the good things and we will reap all the good things in our lives because of our good God. Hallelujah. Come on, give praise to God. Hallelujah. Finally, just one last verse. Amen. Let's read this together once again. Matthew 23, verse 11 to 12. The greatest among you must be a servant. Verse 12. But those who exalt themselves will be humbled. And those who humble themselves will be exalted. Hallelujah. Give praise to our Lord Jesus Christ right now. I want more. Let's prepare for the Holy Communion. I want more.
Please prepare your bread or a cracker and a syrup. And let us prepare our hearts. Get ready to partake of this holy communion. For what I pass on to you, I receive from the Lord. For at the night when Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and after he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Friends, people of Jesus Christ, is not this bread for which we give thanks, is our communion with the body of Jesus Christ. Let us eat it in Jesus' name. And then likewise, he took the cup and said, This is the new covenant sealed by my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Friends, people of Jesus Christ, is not this cup for which we give thanks is our communion with the blood of Christ. Drink it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, let's give thanks. We give thanks. We give thanks to you, oh. Give him thanks. Give it all the glory.
the Almighty God. Come upon you. The peace of God come down upon you. Receive. Hallelujah. We serve you, the living and mighty God, powerful Savior, Savior over this nation, Savior over all the nations. Father, we surrender unto you today, the nation of Indonesia. We surrender every aspect of this country and this government. We surrender the top leadership, the cabinet. We surrender the legislative. We surrender all aspects of the government from central to all the areas. Lord, govern this nation in your right hand. Be sovereign over this nation and let your power transpire throughout all the areas of this nation. And we shall see this nation rise up to love you, the almighty and living God to glorify you and to serve you and to honor you. This nation shall be called a great nation, the nation of Indonesia. And Lord, we pray for our leaders of this church. We pray for Pastor Bambang Yung. We pray for Pastor Daniel Eddie Lord, we pray for Pastor Nico. Lord, we ask you to bless your servants. We bless, we ask you to anoint them, Father God, with a new anointing. Give them, Father God, new, fresh, spiritual insight and protect them wherever they may be. Protect their ministry, protect their family, and protect their walk and journey with you, with your strength and power. Hallelujah. Your mighty blood cover them all, and let them be safe and be prospered throughout this year, the year 2021. Lord, we commit all the congregation, all the people watching and following this stream. Lord, you bless them once again. You cover them with your blood. You and trust upon them father god new and wonderful things for this year breakthroughs in marriages breakthroughs in businesses breakthroughs in college life and schooling breakthroughs in their work you raise them up to a new level this wonderful year 2021 will be a great and awesome year for all the people watching this streaming father god we commit their lives into your hands let them be faithful servants unto righteousness and unto God Jesus Christ. Father, we lift our hands. We say, Shalom, Jerusalem. Shalom. Let the peace of God in abundance be poured out over the city of God. And Father God, we pray for all those who are giving support, financial support for this ministry. We ask you to protect them and bless them. We ask you to give them a new anointing and the anointing of multiplication. And you shall give them success and success in their lives. Before we leave this place, before we depart, we're ready, Lord, to receive your blessing once again. People of God, lift up your hands and direct your hearts to heaven and receive now the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and His peace and the mighty fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you today, tomorrow, until forevermore. Those who believe and have received, let's say together, Amen! Hallelujah! Have a wonderful Sunday and happy